purpose into our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, hey, and chat friends. So today, we are bringing back the Intentional Series, y'all. And we are in part two now. I know we were delayed a little bit last week, you know, because things happen, right? Mom life, okay? And so we are back this week, and I'm so excited to have our guest on this show. Um, We have joined each other. We've been friends. Um, She is a wonderful, wonderful person. But before I get into her bio real quick, I know we are in this, this epidemic, Okay, that everybody just all just ugh, about. Let me first say that we are definitely praying for everybody in the world, all over the world, um, in regards to this corona. I'm going to just say Rona. We're just going to give it a, a name, okay? In regards to Rona, okay, around here trying to shut people down. But let me tell y'all, I went to church today, was filled with the Holy Spirit. As Christians, we cannot walk around in fear of what is happening around us, right? We can't be walking around being like, I can't do this and I can't do that. and I Because that's what the devil tries to do. They try to take over, put fear in our lives and keep us from interacting with each other so that we can't go and support and encourage and keep each other up. And y'all, we have to do that. We have to do it. Now, I'm not saying just like, you know, just go be kissy kissy on everybody, be on everybody's face. I'm not trying to say that because this is a real thing. But I am trying to say is that we can't walk around in fear and let what's happening around the world keep us from praising God, from going to the grocery store, from doing other things. You want to walk outside with a little face mask? Cool. I get it. I understand. But let's make this clear. I'm a Christian, regardless of the things that happen going on in the life. God is always covering. He is and he is with us. Okay church today psalms 91 y'all go ahead and read that on your own time okay but it talks about the covering and how we are covered as people that believe and love god okay all right we got that out the way all right (laughs) our our rona special amen amen our rona special (laughs) so as y'all hear i have miss toya jackson mba (laughs) we put that out there because the first she is uh, the only person that has come on this podcast twice okay she now that means that she's that good okay <laughs> so so hoya jackson mba is the founder of mended pieces and the pioneer of hey girl heal movement y'all see me wear this shirt i'm just saying where she creates a safe place that allows women to heal vent learn and grow her greatest mission is to humanize healing in women worldwide decrease the mental health stigma and help women all over the world become the best versions of themselves as an inner healing coach come on and transformational speaker, Tahoya is devoted to sharing her story with the world so that women and girls can find truth in theirs. She teaches women how to get over because she's been under. She teaches women how to finish because she didn't get off to a good start. As a mommypreneur and 
and a millennial influencer, DeHoya offers coaching and training to equip women with the necessary strategies and tools for personal healing and growth to succeed in life, love, and business. Yes, God. So if y'all need healing, okay, in every aspect of your life, y'all call Tahoya. Tahoya, say hello to the people. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on here. Hello, hello, great. hello. Um, last month in February, <laughs> we spoke about, <clears throat> excuse me, we spoke about self-care a lot and really internal self-care and how we um, need to go inward and really, um, and, and essentially fixing ourselves instead of trying to find a new class and get over here. Let's really dive into our faith and what God mm-hmm. has for us in that sense. So this series, we're talking about healing, intentional healing this year. And I think this is so purposeful, one, in chatting with Tahoya, especially what's going on with the world, right? Um, and how we have to get in here, we really have to heal ourselves. So after we go into looking inside of ourselves for internal self-care after we go looking inside of ourselves for what things we may need to change let's go to the next part and let's talk about healing so Tahoya, i'm gonna let you introduce yourself to everybody i know we gave you a bio but let you introduce yourself and then answer the question why is healing important for moms Well, hello, mom friends. My name is Tahoya. Um, it's Tahoya, and I am on Instagram as Tahoya Talks. That's T A H A U Y A Talks. And Allison did a great job with my bio, so I'm not gonna go into what I do. Um, but I'll start with answering the question of why is healing important for moms. Um, my opinion of why healing is important is because the things that we don't heal from. They spill over into our relationships, our careers, finances, business, and sad but true, it spills over to our children. So God trusted us to raise these children. And I feel that like if we're not in the right mindset or the right environment or in the right season in our lives, that sometimes, you know, that spills over um, into our job and our role um, of raising the children that he trusted us with. And I'm a firm believer that broken parents raise broken children. So that's why I feel that healing is very important because you are molding another individual. Um, so therefore if you're broken, you're battling things that's going to go over to your children and they're going to, you know, have to have a childhood that they have to repair when they grow up and they become adults like we are now. So as a mother, um, I know we wear many hats. Um, so I think it's just crucial to take that commitment and make time to find your happy place, um, whatever that may be. Um, I know that kids want a happy mom, not a stressed out emotional mom. So, you know, try to get to that place. And the one of the main keys is basically being realistic with yourself. Um, a lot of times we try to sweep things under the rug so the world won't see them, but we're battling them behind closed doors. So just doing the inner work that you need to do to be able to prepare in this season and heal from those things that once, you know, hurt you and had you broken so that, you know, you can be the mom that you need I to be, the happy so mom that your children need question, you to be as well. All together. Why healing is important for moms and as well, um, like how do we relate the healing process to our children so I like what you said in the sense that you know whenever kids can tell whenever we're not happy whenever we're not feeling right any of those things they can tell whenever something is wrong um Jojo is is three now so he's understanding and comprehending a lot more and it'll be days where I'm just like mm. and he's like oh what's wrong mommy your tummy hurt your head hurt you're not feeling good and it's like it's like you know what I feel like it is so I feel like the world is just uh but um I like what you said is that we have to take 
maybe what we don't like about ourselves right now. We have to take what um, we are maybe not happy or satisfied with or things that we want to change Mm -hmm. and do something with that in order for us to be um, better. So in the last conversation of the intentional series with Ari, um, she chatted about maybe about making a list of things we don't like about ourselves or things that we want to change. How can we take that list and implement it to the next steps of our healing? Um, my advice would be to yeah. kind of overpower the things that you don't like with the things that you do like. So, um, one exercise that I have, um, that I do with my clients all the time is that we kind of fold a piece of paper in half and on the left side. So you write out one thing that you don't like about yourself. So that may be the, one of the things that the ladies discussed last week. I mean, on the last podcast so whatever that is that they didn't like about themselves. And then on the right side, you write out as many truths um, or positive thing that combats that negative thing, um, on the right side of that paper. So, uh, for instance, mine would be like, um, I don't know, on the left side, I have a big head. I'm just making a reference. (laughs) So on the right side, on the right side would be, uh, I have a big brain. I'm intelligent. I come up with great ideas. Um, you know, different things like that to combat, you know, that, that flaw that I feel in myself about myself. Um, and then, all of the good things that you write down, make a, make one central list of those things and read those out every day. Um, so, you know, because mm-hmm, definitely turn those into affirmations, but those are also getting rid of those negative feelings that you have for yourself because you're speaking that positivity over your life every day in a consistent way. Um, and I feel that this exercise is key because the things that we focus on, they begin to be highlighted in our lives. Um, so if we focus on what we love about ourselves yeah, yeah. as opposed to what we don't, I think even then I feel that, like our life would be um, so much step better. Forward and even taking what you may not like about yourself, take it to what, you know, like you were saying, kind of combat that. And then I will also add in scripture with that. So even like with like the the big head reference, you have a big head, it really means I'm intelligent. Oh, yes, you know, I got extra brain space, whatever. And then we can <laughs> um, come back and just um, combat that with, you know, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, you know, God has made me uniquely into who I need to be, um, you know. And, and just kind of mm-hmm. come back at, at, at that notion, you know, God created me in his own image. Maybe God got a big head too. Okay. So like, <laughs> I'm created in his own image. Okay. And so it's like, you can't look at your flaws. And be like, <laughs> this is, you know, or you can't look at what you feel like is flaws because God created you, especially, you know, and in this manner for this way. So I do like that. I, I do really like that. So, and what, what do you recommend? Um, you know, obviously besides, um, doing these steps and these um, practices and exercises. Are there any other forms of different types of healing that you would recommend? And let me preface this mm-hmm. to say, we are going to include, because um, y'all know with every intentional series, we do have our freebies that we are handing out. So we do have a freebie that Tahoya is going to have, um, that Tahoya has provided us actually from her own, which she actually uses on her clients um, to help us to go to these next steps of healing. So what do, what do some of those things look like? And then can you share, um, if you don't mind, since we are moms on here, maybe a little bit of your postpartum journey and what you did to those steps to helping yourself recover. Oh yes, definitely. I feel like the key, um, asset when it comes to healing is mindset. Um, because, um, we're in a season where uh, everybody wants to go to the gym. They want to work out. They want to look great. But 
you have the reason why you see people who they lose weight and then you see them like six months later and they're back to their normal size is because they didn't exercise their mind. Um, they exercise their body, but they didn't exercise their mind. So when it comes to healing, it's the same exact way. Um, you know, you just say, for instance, you were molested by, you know, a family member. So therefore, you're going to always have that guard up. But you have to work on healing, you know, in that area and being able to tear down that wall because, you know, if you, you know, happen to go around your family again, those same things will come up over and over and over. So you have to exercise, you know, just like you exercise your your body, you have to exercise your mind as well um, when it comes to the things that you've been through. Um, so I would recommend just working on the mindset piece of it. There, um, putting together different beliefs like and believing like different so things when it comes to um, your life and your healing of journey. mental strength <clears throat> you know first before you move forward with, with other things um, I, I do like that and appreciate mm-hmm, that definitely. Um, as well and I think that that's important so for and I'm just gonna kind of share so for me um, I've shared with y'all my um, postpartum journey um, and then right now the season that I am in I'm actually in a journey of um, can you hear me Oh, okay. It's not registering. Okay. Well, <laughs> and for me, um, I'm currently mm-hmm. in a journey of um, where it's just, <laughs> you know, you feel like you get a lot of pressure, whether it's at work, work, juggling home life, um, just juggling a lot of different things. And you feel like you're like, I can't move forward and I can't go on anymore. And I am, I think that a lot of us, especially moms experience this, whether you're a working mom, an at-home mom, um, a single mom, a married mom, or, you know, whatever, whether you're in a relationship or not, like we always go through these times where we feel like we just cannot go on and we cannot proceed forward. But we have to always remember that, you know, we do have strength in our mind and and whenever we are strong in our mind and in our spirit, Mm -hmm. right. That we can move forward. We can conquer a lot of things. And I, I'm definitely, um, a a witness, a testimony, whatever you want to call it. Because this, this past, I don't know, it feels like this past few weeks, I have just been like, Oh, like, I, I don't feel like I can go on. I don't know if I can be at this job. I don't know what's happening over here. Like, I just, and then, I, and then you just feel like you're falling apart everywhere, right? And so having that foundation of being mentally strong, of truly diving into your word, of reading yourself affirmations mm-hmm. in the morning, of taking breaks, taking breaks is important, of taking breaks, you know, away from your computer, away from your kids, even just for 20 minutes, so you can just have you a, a oh, little yes. break. Go into the bathroom, close, like that commercial, that lady is eating that cookie in the bathroom by herself. Be that lady. <laughs> Be that lady. Like, sometimes we just have to get away, <laughs> um, but it really does help our process, uh, maybe just taking a step back to rethink, of encouraging yourself, of just giving you those things. So, I do appreciate you talking um, about like the foundation mm-hmm. of the healing process. Um, and sure. No, good. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I'll add in something. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, so I work with single moms. Um, so another thing that I want to touch on as well sure. is I'm, I'm not going to, I guess, weigh yeah. our roles as mothers, but a lot of times with single moms, it's even more difficult. Um, and for them yeah. to go into a role, as a two, as a two for one, I guess, because it's basically just you, but more so of they're still overcoming that hump when it comes to, you know, that person leaving them or things not working out the way that they thought it would. So therefore 
most of them form like a bitterness. And I was, I, would, I did too. I was bitter about the situation because my idea of things would be like, okay, it'll be two people here. We'll be in love. We'll be raising these kids together. But sometimes things don't go the way that we planned. Right. So when it comes mm-hmm. to single moms, we're, we're, we have that, that see that season of bitterness. <laughs> and that's when it comes to, you know, healing being crucial because at the end of the day, you are all your child has in the home. So your healing is even more crucial <laughs> because there, you know, it's just you. So taking out that time to actually work on yourself and just give yourself that grace in this season, um, when it comes to healing, working through that trauma, working through that tough stuff that you need to work through to get, you know, where you need to be as a mom. And let's not forget as a woman as well. I know we're, yeah. we are moms, but a lot of times we take on the role as mothers and we forget that we are women as well so just honing in on that and doing what you need to do Mm -hmm. in that aspect but yeah so my postpartum journey (laughs) um so so it was it was kind of all over the place y'all I'm sorry but I'm about to tell y'all in a snippet but it was all over the place so I was I think I was about mm, I remember so yeah when I was nine months pregnant I had a branding coach and backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. I've always been an overachiever, you guys. <laughs> so I've always been an overachiever and everybody like tells me about it. They're like, oh my God, you're doing too much. But I just feel like I'm not far enough along to where I need to be. So that's like just my mindset. Her but and about like her moving <laughs> forward. And I just really look at her and I'm like, yo, if I could just be so obedient. <laughs> Like I need to get out of my head, get out of my space. And I need I need to get on a Tahoya. I need to get on a T level, okay? Level B is where I need to be because she be on. She be. How does this look? How do you think? We talk to each other about business all the time. How do you think about this? What do you think? I'm just like, girl, girl. I forgot on this recording. I was like, did you sleep? Mm-mm. No, I was just no, no. Like, we can't. <laughs> She be on it. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna get on, I'm gonna get on level T. I'm gonna get on level T. Something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not playing with you today. Okay, but yeah. So yeah, like I was saying, when I was nine months pregnant, I had a branding coach. Um, and when my son was four weeks old, I had a business coach. So I think my like yeah. my goal um during my maternity leave was not to return back to work. <laughs> so I was like pushing myself to the limit so that I wouldn't have to return back to work. But things didn't work out that way. So I had to return to work um after like five months of maternity leave, which I'm grateful for. But I had put so much pressure on myself to like grow my business that, you know, so I wouldn't go back to work that I was like silently killing myself and my emotions. Like I didn't know, but it was like I couldn't bond with my son. Like I loved him, yes. Ex- but it was like when it comes came to us bonding, it was very hard for me. And like when he cried, because this was actually my first time attempting to breastfeed. I did it for about two months and then I got tired of sitting on the couch. Yeah. But I like it was every, like it was so new for me. And then I also have a six year old. So, you know, us going yeah. from just me and yeah. her to, you know, me, her and a brother. So she was still wanting mommy yeah. all the time. And the baby was wanting mommy all the time. And I was like, Lord, what do I what, what do I do? But anyway, so I caught myself like being snappy with her. And then like long story short. So I wasn't feeling like myself. So like I felt disconnected from everything. Like I would I would be in a room with like my family and my friends and I would still feel alone. And a lot of times we think that just because we're around people that we we're we're, we're yeah. okay, 
But like, no, it's, a, it's possible for you to you feel like alone in a room full of people. And that's how I knew that that was like a simple. Exactly. And you're, and you're putting in the effort into everybody. We have very similar postpartum um, feelings exactly. in, in our postpartum and, journey. A very similar feeling, mm-hmm. which I'm sure a lot of moms have, right? So, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, definitely. Well, and and like we say a lot of times, ah. you know, everybody's worried about the baby, but nobody's really worried about mom. Oh, <laughs> but mom, I'm like... Yeah, I'm like, I just push out a whole human being. Like, can, can I get something? Like, can y'all give me a hug or something? Okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> but yeah, so like, it took me forever to like go to the doctor for my postpartum because I was just like in a state of denial. And when I really realized something was wrong, I was in therapy and I kind of confided in my therapist. I was like, okay, I'm not feeling like myself. I don't know what's going on. And, you know, she talked it through with me and she was like, hey, how about you go to your, you know, primary care doctor and see what they say. Okay, this ain't no SAT. What you talking about, ma'am? <laughs> but yeah, so I think it was more so hard for me. Not saying it's not hard for other moms because I know it's hard for everyone. But with the assignment that God has given me to help other women heal, it was like, God, like, are you serious that like I am depressed right now? Like, I it's not possible for me to be depressed right now. And I think that's what played on my emotions and the season that I was in because I was like, no, 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 I was forcing myself not to be depressed. And it like took a toll on like my entire body and everything. And then I was just like, God, like, I get it. And you know, God said, um, God said, you know, with with cancer patients, yes, they believe in God, but they also go to go get get chemo and radiation and stuff like that as well. And and he was like, that's the same thing with you. Like, oh, you have to go get help for what's going on with you. You can't continue to be in denial about it. So that was that. And once I realized I had it and started working, you know, going out in the sun and just doing things that made me happy, I felt like a Yes, 10 times better. And then, you know, I began time blocking yeah. and, you know, so trying all this extra stuff. But in, in your everything journey, went good after that. Because <laughs> that's what we're about here as well. We're having simple conversations. Whenever I say simple, I don't mean like mm-hmm. elementary. I just mean in the fact of opening up your mouth and letting somebody know how you feel. So having that simple conversation with your therapist, your friend, your mom, your doctor about mm-hmm. how you're feeling can start you into a healing journey that can bring you to a better place. So if you are a mom listening on here and you are, um, you know, maybe, maybe you are going through postpartum right now, or maybe you're just going through a, a spell. I think the first step is always communication. You're talking to your spouse, talking to your friend, talking to your mom, talking to somebody and letting them know how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and people, I mean, as much as people in, you know, people like, like our generation try to like roll things off their back, Somebody's gonna be like, "That's not right. Let's let's kind of coordinate something with you. Maybe maybe you need something mm-hmm. more." Because a lot of times, it's not us. You may be able to tell your friend how you feel, but us as friends really can't help you <laughs> to really recover. Mm-hmm. But we could maybe lead you to a, to a water 
okay and help oh, yeah. you to get to that next <laughs> level in um in your healing but i think that first step like you mm-hmm. said is, was just the communication and um and thank you for sharing your journey because i think even with us both being on here as moms that mm-hmm. dealt with postpartum um depression and letting people hear how we are having a conversation about it is going to help other people so i do appreciate that and how your journey was going through therapy and healing mine looked a little bit different right but i'm glad that you were able to get that help through therapy and i'm going through that now okay but (laughs) but at the time there were some things god gave me that really shifted me and changed on you know really helped me in my postpartum as well so thank you for sharing that story i really do appreciate it um but I also kind of want to go back into how your mental strength, for some reason, that just really keeps like talking to me right now. And maybe because it's the season that I'm in right now. I don't know. But where are there, um, I want to kind of get a little okay. um, spiritual with it. Are there mm-hmm. certain maybe scriptures or sayings or something that you, that really helped you through, help you through whenever you're going through a hard time, maybe helped you through postpartum um, that you could be able to share with us. And I'm sorry to kind of put you on the spot. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. You're totally fine. So I have, I think, five. And I actually save them on my phone. So so I guess, like, a challenge for you guys is to just find, like, I'll, I'll say three to five. So find, like, three to five scriptures that, like, resonate with, with the season that you're in and kind of gives you that motivation and encouragement. And, like, save it as a note in your phone. So, like, when you're feeling down, just open that note, read the scriptures, breathe, you know, do whatever you have to do. But so... Mine would be my first one is Joshua one and three. Um, I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. So just looking at the big picture, um, my goal to leave a legacy for my children. I think that's what strives. I mean, what motivates me, you know, to do more and to develop that mental strength, because, you know, it's days where I'm like, okay, I'm not, I don't, I'm not feeling this today, but I just realized that like, I'm the only one that they have, like they're depending on me. Um, So that kind of gives me, you know, that stamina that I need to keep going forward. And another one is Deuteronomy 818. It says, but remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. And so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. Um, So Mm. I grew up in the Baptist church. (laughs) So when it came to um, money, um, we, we were in that, that, that poverty mindset more so of, because we felt that like, okay, wealth isn't our portion. Although we were shouting every Sunday that, oh, okay, well, God's got a blessing for us. We still felt that like, oh, okay, well, if I tell somebody that my services cost $500, I should basically yeah. be giving it to or them for free because this is what God told me to do. And I shouldn't put a price tag on like, what God told me to do. Like, yeah. Um, ah. but <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, exactly. But okay. Okay. Listen, listen, God, God know we got these bills. God know we got these bills. Okay. But just, and when I think that just when, when it comes to work, because I'm actually just to be transparent and open, I'm in a season in in, like my career where I'm like, okay, I I know this is not where I'm supposed to be. So, but I know that I have to take care of my children. So I have to wake up every morning and recite that scripture and be like, okay, well, God, I know you are teaching me something in this season and you are giving me the money that I need to take care of my family in this season. So I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to make the best of this. Um, and then Matthew seven, seven says, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you. There are opportunities everywhere. There's, 
there's a there's opportunities for everyone to win. And a lot of times we're in competition with other people, but there's enough of everything <laughs> to go around. So I think that makes me mentally strong as well, because what God has for you is for you. <laughs> so it's no point in you fighting with anybody else about it or fighting your own self about it. You just have to be obedient and go do what God has told you to do. Um, and another thing that I learned in this season of growing spiritually is that uh, when it comes to God, like being obedient is like key. <laughs> I know we like shy away from God all the time yeah. because we feel like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that right now. But just being obedient to him is key. But another thing that I learned as well, that is if God gives you something it and is. you procrastinate on it. Yeah. It's possible for God to give that to someone else <laughs> that's going to go out and execute on the plans that he's given you. So another thing is that every each one of us, each one of you listening to this, there's people attached to your destiny. Like there are people attached to what God has told you to do and instructed you to do. And if you like stall or if you give up before you get to the finish line, then what does that mean for those people who are dependent on you for that breakthrough? Or, you know, for, you know, just say, Allison, for you talking about postpartum or for giving moms encouragement, like if you just stop, what does that mean for like the woman who's out there as a mother ready to give up or, you know, ready to commit suicide because these kids are just, you know, too much for her, you know, and it's just that's what keeps me mentally strong when it comes to that, those type of things. Oh, my last one was Jeremiah 1 and 10, which I feel is my, the mission that God has given me for my life. So it says, see today, I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. So yes. that's what I help women do. And, and that, you know what? And that's so true. And if, I don't know if you've read this book, um, I've been talking about this with um, a group of friends, but um, it is the um, Seven Mountains Prophecy. Have you heard of that book? No. By Johnny Enlow. Oh, girl, I'm, I'm, I'll have to send you that link. But that book is so good. And it talks about the seven different, um, it's essentially talking about like the seven spirits to live in the world, but it's talking about the seven mountains and how, um, the devil is trying to overthrow them. So in the mountain of media, government, economy, um, family, celebration, oh, I have, and education. I've read it, but I haven't read the actual book. I, I read like a summary of it, I think, before. It's so good. Things. It's so good. I really think that you would um, benefit from it, honestly, um, just because of of what you're doing and in the mountain of media it's important in the mountain of education i think it will be i just finished reading the mountain of education i was like really like oh because essentially what we're doing is educating we're talking we're teaching we're educating Mm -hmm. other people out there so i think that would be really good as well but in that book i actually have it right here but in that in talking about the mountain of education um it's just talking about how the world has to switch from a left mindset to a right, a left side brain mindset to a right side. So on our left side is where we like break things down. We go analytical and on our right side is more creative. And it's the, it's the side that says like, well, why did this happen? And why is this going on? Did this and, and how was that career? Blah, blah, blah. And that's the side that we use more for our spiritual self. And that's the side that we have to tap into whenever our left side is saying like, this is too hard. 
and our left side say this isn't practical this is not for me right now but our right side it says but god gives me faith and strength to those in, in the season that we're going to because he he shelters us he covers us he is always with us and he will bring us through we have to have that right side brain mentality mm-hmm. when going through different things hard times and, and trials and faith and like you were saying in jeremiah 1 and 10 when overcoming the um the different empires or nations that we will overthrow we have to have more of a right side mindset because a lot of times we go we go to that left side and we say well she can't beat him well, this ain't gonna happen david and goliath david is not about to beat him with this rock okay <laughs> this is not about to happen but we well, you, you shift into that right side but but mm-hmm. david but god gave david the abilities and the talents to handle a giant with one sling and one throw with one little small rock God was able Listen, to that's all he needed. That's all he needed. Okay, he didn't need that shield. The other stuff that Saul was trying to give him, no. He just needed a rock and a sling, and that was it. So we have to have that right side mindset whenever it comes mm-hmm. to a lot of our stuff. Um, and increasing our faith, excuse me, <clears throat> a little dry throat, um, and increasing our strength and <laughs> what God wants you to do. And even in the obedience, like you were talking about, because that's really speaking to me, honestly. Um, maybe this episode is for me, okay? I don't know about y'all out there. <laughs> maybe this is really just for me to talk to Tawaya, okay? But it's um, but that really speaks to me and enduring and going through things like you were saying. You may not want to go to that job today, but it's helping you provide for other things. And in the end, you're going to get a great reward in your obedience mm-hmm. and being steadfast and enduring oh oh that was so good that was Definitely. so good that was so good yeah and you i'm gonna send you the link for this book if you haven't if you don't really have it because it's like it's on amazon for like 11 dollars. It it's amazing anywho um i have a i have a bonus question this will be our last question so why okay. does mental health matter to god why does mental health matter to god because we need our minds for everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and definitely. We need our minds for everything. And I feel that every morning I wake up, I ask for God to circumcise my heart and purify my mind. Yeah. Because I feel that we live in a generation where it's so many things that can get into our minds. So like right now we have the coronavirus just Damn. everywhere. Damn. Um we <laughs> and why people listen. <laughs> everywhere and it's just so much negative i wouldn't call it you know this situation negativity but like in life in general it's just so much negativity that comes at us on a daily basis that we have to be spiritually aware um of what god's promises are so that we can combat those things that are coming towards us because if we're not spiritually ready for war um therefore we're going to allow any type of things to get into our lives so all of the strategies that come from the devil and the enemy, we're just going to be like, oh, my God, well, yes, it's probably what God wanted. Instead of us, you know, speaking those scriptures to that yeah. thing or, yeah, you know, yeah. being being ready for war and, and being ready to fight those things. And it all starts in our mind, because in order for us to be disciple makers for God, God don't want no weak people. Come on. Like I'm just saying, and I think that's what when it comes to mental health, why it's so important. Because for if your mind is on something else, your mind can't be on God and something else at the same time. Yeah. So that's why God, we you know we have to ask God to purify our minds so that we can stay focus on what the assignment and the plans are that He has for us. Because a lot of times distractions come to to just take us out and. If we allow those distractions to take us out, then we are forfeiting the plans that God has for us. 
Um, and that's the that's the role of the enemy is to come in to distract us or to send yeah. us that guy, uh, you know, who wants yeah. us to hang out with him but don't mean us no good, or for him to send us those business partners who gonna stab us by, stab us in our back eventually. Ooh. Whatever it is, yeah. God sends us those things to test us. And we have to be spiritually mature in a sense and just know that, okay, this is not for me. I need to get back on track. I need to go out and do what God has for me to do. Because once we get into alignment with our assignment and what God has for us, then that's when the blessings flow and everything that we need comes. Um, But we just have to be have that level of discernment where we know that, okay, this isn't of God. And it starts in it starts in our minds, um, you know, and like like they say in Proverbs, guard your heart because everything that you do flows from it. Um, So that's just. To be intentional in this season, Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, I think Amen. that starts with our mind and which is our mental health as well. Child. Ladies, ladies and ladies, okay? Uh, Tahoya Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, that is all we have time for today. But Tahoya, please tell the ladies where they can find you on different social media outlets and how they can chat with you and um, essentially, obviously, um, you know, tap into your services. Obviously, we want, definitely want um people to find their healing and get to that ne- next step so they can get to that next level of life oh yes definitely so i am on instagram and facebook as tahoya talks um that's where you can find me on instagram and facebook my website is tahoyajackson.com and that is where you can find all of the information about my services um i offer private coaching and group coaching as well um and yeah, I speak. So if you have an event coming up and you need a speaker <laughs> and you need a speaker, uh yeah. So it all of that is on my website, tohoryjackson.com. But more so, I am praying for each one of you guys. And I just thank Allison. Let's give Allison some love, okay, okay for being obedient. Girl, look, um, and you cut out again on me. See this whole thing. <laughs> But I heard you, and thank you so much, because <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just trying to be obedient in, in every step. I really, especially in this journey um, of, of walking through. So thank you, Tahoya, so much for um, being on here, and we really do appreciate it. Ladies, we'll be with you next week, and we're going to continue talking about more of this healing and this obedience and these journeys, because y'all is real for us out here. We'll talk to y'all later. Y'all have a good one. Bye. <laughs>